Guys, turn on channel 136 on Pluto TV on your Rokus. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, can, I don't have multiple. There are a lot of reasons I can't do that. Listen, Why? Find a way to get Pluto TV and go to channel 136 because it's the American Gladiators channel. Ooh. Oh, okay. 24-7 AG. You know what they were showing in between contests? Other contests? No, clips of people trying to, like, in tryouts to be the gladiators themselves. Oh. It turns out the entire tryout is in a parking lot right outside the studio. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool, but I'm, I'm a little bit worried about something that's taken some precedence for me, Tevin. What do you mean? Right now something more important is happening than this? <laughs> yeah, so I'm supposed to fly to Boston tomorrow. Mm. That's in the wrong directions of the American Gladiator Studios. You got to go down to Florida. Well, at least I'll be on the right coast. I'm also not sure that they're doing it given everything going on with COVID. My big oh, concern right. is that I've been like holding my breath partially to not infect people around me, but also because I don't want like airports to close. Yeah, yeah. I think you're fine, right? I mean, how many hours? T minus how many hours until you fly to Boston? T minus like 32 or something, but Ooh. I also saw early today they closed uh, JFK and LaGuardia for a little while. Oh, jeez! Oh. It, like they, it was it was closed for like eight hours. I don't know how to tell you this, but Mike will confirm T minus 32 is the worst T minus you can be at. Wait, why, <laughs> dude? So you're like in that middle zone of you're more than a day away, so you don't know mm -hmm. for sure what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, but like the tide is turning. You feel it in the air. Oh, it's it's tough to be you right now. Tell me about it. Well, what do I do, guys? Well, first, you mean if you can't make the flight? Yeah. If I can't make the flight, what do I do? Because my movers are coming tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, that's so easy. Jump in the van. Oh, yeah. Road trip. Well, it's they're those moving pods. So I would have to be locked inside a pod. Well, we're all locked inside pods. You're going to be anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's a different kind of pod. Also, it takes two weeks to deliver. No bathrooms. What? No well, bathrooms? Not yet. But doesn't the van stop? Also, Mike, what's going on with you? Why do you sound like this? Uh, my mic, my mic failed. So, backup mic. Mike's mic? This week. Mike's backup mic. Mike's other mic. You sound like you made it to London, but you didn't make it to London. Well, this <laughs> I would have actually been at the game like right now. So wow, wait. So this is a really important moment for you too. Let's just pretend I'm calling in from the game this whole time. Okay. Oh, I like it. That'll explain it. Tappen, let's play out how the game would have gone. I'll be Liverpool. Wait, why don't we just ask Mike? He's there. <laughs> well, I, so let's put on the show that he's watching, and then he can commentate. Thank you. I don't understand. He's there. Who, who are they playing? <laughs> oh, God. Wait, wait. Stop, stop. Uh, they're playing Crystal Palace. Josh, Josh, did you forget your bigger problem? <laughs> I mean, I, what could I do about that right now, right? I think you should just either get in the pod or walk to Boston. That's romantic. Mm, 500 miles? That will take me... Uh, it's like 3,000 miles. That's mm. not bad. That's like 1,000 hours. Of walking. Dude, that's way better than the song. You got this. How many? By the time you're there, this whole thing will have blown over. That's true. Plus, your stuff will be there. You can report in from all across America. Yeah. I got this cat that would not like being a walking across the country cat, though. Oh, I don't know, man. I can see the poster already. Yeah. 
You could drape, drape him over your shoulders. Oh my god, Zach would be so good at American Gladiators. These huge guys could never catch him. You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Tap and Johnny, Mike Bogart, and me, Josh Harrison. For now, because you're going to be gone for a second, right? Oh, I thought you were threatening his life. Yeah, what? Is... No, I'll be back next week just from Boston. Oh, okay. Oh, good, good, good. Wait, you're coming yeah. back from Boston? Jesus, just pick one. Oh shit! Train's coming. Choo choo! Oh, train's here. Okay, train's here. Good. Yep. All aboard or what? I've been watching a new train show. Is what? It's called. <laughs> so not all aboard. First announcement: I've been watching a new train show. Passengers, <laughs> everybody needs to know about Mighty Trains. Mighty okay. Trains. I love it. Is this for children? No, it's for adult men. Uh, pretty exclusively i think it is on the smithsonian channel which free seven day trial i'm giving it a shot do they have it on pluto uh they might dude i don't know what pluto is are you enjoying this enough that you're gonna keep it past your trial oh yeah oh yeah wow Wow. the trial worked i've watched so much stuff about ancient rome i've seen so many undiscovered vistas it's great robots name one thing you didn't know about rome Name one thing about an undiscovered vista and something about robots that you were apparently going for also. Okay. Well, I saw some tiles of of shows about robots. Didn't click on those. Okay. I'm more into the ancient history and the animals. Um, Yeah, this lines up with the rest of your life. I didn't learn anything I didn't know about ancient Rome. It was pretty basic, to be honest. Hang on, Mike. (laughs) It was so basic. What are you, the expert on ancient Rome all of a sudden? No. A gladiator in your own right? (laughs) They did have a Spartacus episode. Okay. I've seen the movie enough times. I I know everything about Spartacus. (laughs) No, no, hang on. (laughs) The movie's extremely accurate. You think Spartacus was actually Kirk Douglas, don't you? Probably he's still alive. He's dead, Mike. <laughs> he died? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, in Mighty Trains, guess what they call trains? Trains. Locos. <laughs> Locos. Okay, I kind of like that. You know who would love that is Ozzy Osbourne. Is that... <laughs> Thanks, Josh. That was a good joke. I like it. Is that just like something they're doing just for the show? Or is that what people in the biz call them? Yeah, it's definitely some biz jargon. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, Mike. What's their motive for doing that? (laughs) Brevity. Um, (laughs) So I'm just watching along thinking, okay, I'm going to make an instead of out of this. And I'm going to ask, like, let's go on a cool train ride. We're going to make this fit. And then please play clip one. Okay, clip number one. Well, let's explain what... Wait, wait, stop, stop. We should tell people what please play clip one means. Oh, I sent three clips that I recorded from watching the show. Okay. Is this necessary background? Yeah, it is. play clip number one kind of self-explanatory for everybody? I don't think Mike has ever brought a clip onto this show. So, first of all, let's just make sure that we don't give him the technical credit that... I'll just think of this as my moment. 
All right. I'm you know what? You're, you're hosting. You're hosting the trade yeah. show. Your loco moment. You know what, Josh? Let's <laughs> thank you for that. Let's fire up clip one, please. On flat terrain, it can take up to 3,000 feet for the train to stop. So wild animals are always a concern. This time of night, uh, all the animals start to looking for somewhere to, to spend the night, and it's the hunting season. So the, the uh, animals are more stressed and they're moving around a lot more than what's normal. Anders reacts as fast as possible. It's, it's quite common that you see moose and uh, reindeers, and I even I actually hit the bear once. <laughs> That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, He's, okay. What? He hit a bear. He hit a bear. He's pretty cavalier about that. Yeah, that's. That, yeah. I think that's the instant takeaway. Takeaway number two. He clearly called it a train. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, the locomotive is you know just one p- important piece of the whole train. Is what oh. I know oh, about trains. Okay. So it. they don't call trains locos. They call you know, they call lo- locomotives locos. I misspoke. I misspoke. Okay, that makes more sense. That seems like something that I would do. Sure, sure. I can't say Josh doing that actually. <laughs> okay, so Anders um, sort of laughs off. Uh, you know, one time he hit a bear. Right. Yeah. Okay. Next episode. I'm watching along. I'm watching along. How long are these episodes? They're, you know, 45, 48 minutes, what? something like that. Yeah. Oh, I've seen six hours of this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, uh, please play clip two, Josh. Animals is definitely an issue out here. You don't want to hit anything. There's a lot of grizzlies out on the track, and if there's any kind of a grain spill out there, they like to congregate around that and feed off it, and they're not too quick to get out of your way sometimes. <laughs> so, this is clearly filmed in Canada. Wait, mm-hmm. Mike, you said your second clip was also about running over animals? This is what I'm saying. Apparently, uh, trains hitting bears is a huge problem. Oh, my God. And, uh, oh, no. Yeah, these train conductors are uh, kind of cavalier and weird about it. You might say they're loco. <laughs> they might be loco, but luckily we have a savior. Uh, there's someone working on the problem. Josh, please play clip three. 17 bears stuck on the rail in the last 17 years. That's a rate that this population probably can't sustain. Biologist Colleen Cassidy St. Clair and her team have spent five years figuring out how to stop bears from getting hit by trains. We think what happens is that animals are foraging near the rail. A train is coming, but they don't detect it. Perhaps because there's a curve or it's dark or it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So we got Dr... Colleen Cassidy St. Clair on the case. She is not. No, hang on. She's not real. St. Clair (laughs) takes care of the bears. What are you talking Mm -hmm. about? She's been on this case for five years. Uh Uh-huh. We've got some theories. Uh, Look, I I love bears. I love the bears. I love just, look, I'm pro-bear, okay? But Mm -hmm. this next sentence is not meant to be anti-bear, but did she say 17 bears have died in 17 years? Yeah. That's is that even special? Like how many bears exist total? We can't lose one a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, don't, again, don't get me wrong. I don't want a bear to get hit by a train, but I'm surprised that this problem not. has caught the attention of Saint Clair. I want to draw an analogy for you, Tappen. A couple weeks ago, the people that were against these protective measures that we are all now forced to to undergo were saying like. Well, the regular flu kills like 
500,000 people a year and coronavirus is only killing like, you know, 30 people. Why does that matter? Wait, mm. Are you saying that I'm about to see an exponential increase in the reporting of train bear deaths that's going to really put me in my place? I'm not saying anything one way or the other. All I'm saying is that this is a doctor that is saying that this is a serious issue, and I think that we need to take it seriously. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay, you know what? In the spirit of this epi- uh, pandemic, sorry, uh, let's go ahead, Mike. Okay, I agree with Josh. I think uh, Colleen Cassidy St. Clair and her team clearly Dr. need some help. Colleen. Dr. Colleen Cassidy St. Clair. <laughs> Are you hitting on this woman? Like, what's going on? <laughs> They need some help. How can we help them save these bears? Mm. Yeah, when it comes time for solutions, it's got nothing. (laughs) Well, no, I have it now. Um, We need long-range honey cannons. Or sprayers, rather, like a hose. Okay, kind of like how they make snow at a ski resort? Exactly like that, Mike, but just yellow. Although not in the same oh. yellow snow way. No, golden, sure. golden. Golden and gooey. Wait, yes. you're going to golden showers all over these bears? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, we're going to aim this uh, off of the track. And so this is going to use machine learning and cameras and artificial intelligence to look at the direction that the train is going and spray this honey. You need all that to see which direction <laughs> the train is going? Well, like if there's a curve, Dr. Colleen said that if there was a curve, sometimes that would, you know, allow them to not detect it. So we want to spray the honey in a direction that is going to draw the bear away from the track. Mike, I'm starting to think she's actually Josh's doctor. (laughs) (laughs) So is this a is this a system installed along the track or it's on the train itself? It's on the train. It would be way too expensive to uh, install along all tracks in america okay okay well internationally even yeah so is there like someone who shoots the the, the honey or that's all automated too uh it's, is there a it's honey, honey gunner running 100 percent of the time oh just all the okay wait it's just shooting honey the whole time that it's operating <laughs> yes just in case any bears are around i mean it right. seems like a huge problem you know what's going to happen is this honey is going to trap a whole bunch of other kinds of animals to, like, <laughs> unexpected yeah. deaths. Will it attract, like, moose and caribou and stuff? Because they hit a ton of those. The very bears <laughs> that you guys are so keen on saving are going to turn right around and eat the shit out of everything that got just blasted by this honey train. We're going to have devastating effects on the local ecosystem, but the one bear... That bear's going to live. No, we're going to have way more bears, Mike. You guys are creating a huge bear population. Mm. Well, and then we would just bring in a different doctor. We'd have like Dr. Derek Von Schlopstein. Schlopstein's Uh on the job, huh? (laughs) Yeah. What do you do about too many bears? I hit them with trains. More trains. Okay, good idea. Wait, so you're directly going to turn your back on everything that the previous doctor suggested? Yeah, so in that case, what we would need to do is we would need to make honey traps. So we would need a series of nets along. The exact problem, I think. (laughs) It's just like adding on. This is like when Lisa had gum stuck in her hair and they kept putting more and more stuff onto her head. Oh, God. The next thing will get it, though. (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
I agree, man. What do you got? Mike, so do you want to save the Bears or let the Bears be or what? Well, at this point, it sounds like we need to find the natural sort of train bear balance. Maybe we just need to let that level out. I don't know. I have an idea. Yeah? It's been sitting in front of us since like the late 70s. Put the bear on the train as the conductor. Oh. (laughs) Okay. You don't have to kill any bears. The trains can still operate as is. The bear gets to wear a hat. This is great. Mm -hmm. I think we've really solved the problem in an eco-friendly way. Put the bear in the train. Without honey cannons. Not just in the train, Mike. Give the bear some dignity in charge of the train. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what do we do about the unemployment issue with conductors? Just let the bears eat the conductors, okay? (laughs) We don't need any more train conductors. If we can figure out how bears can drive trains, we don't need people to do it anymore. You been uh, curling any cans of beans in there? Pushing up? Pushing down? How am I keeping fit? You're asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's asking. I think in there is like now just the accepted slang for how's your quarantine going. Okay. Like hanging in there has gotten a little bit literal. Hopefully not the hanging. But the in there part. The in there part. Hang on. Sure, sure. Uh, Yes, I am hanging in there figuratively. uh, And my exercise, surprisingly, not bean-based yet. Although I did see Lauren using wine bottles uh, to do her curls, so she has nice. made it over to the, <laughs> you know, the the food side of exercise. Cool. I still have my one twenty-five pound weight that I've been curling. You know how that goes. Nice. Like the the, <laughs> Just... the bachelor's gym, that one weight. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I've seen that. You're like, what can I do with this? This is more than they have in prison, so it gives me a huge advantage because I've seen some of the people who've come out of prison and they look great. Are you a matchmaker for former felons or something? No. I just uh, have seen a lot of rehabilitation YouTube videos, but that's a whole separate thing. And and they're full of hot people. They're not full of hot people. They're full of fit people. Big difference. Jacked people. Yeah. Yeah. You can be strong and still ugly. That's true. People on Vanderpump rules. I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) But some of you are nice. But speaking of exercise and speaking of Lauren, actually... She can't go to her bar studio on account of this whole, uh, uh, yeah, you know, like no one go anywhere thing. Are they doing the remote thing? Yes. It's actually really, it's fascinating how quickly people have come up with solutions. So her gym, the person who owns her gym, does like an Instagram live recording of like an entire class of her doing it and teaching it. Oh, and cool. she's, she's like so intuitive. She's like, this is probably the part where half of you are giving up. And she's right. Like, she was calling out the exact things, like, whoever's doing this with their hip, change it. It was fascinating. Wow. Uh, nice. But if you don't watch it live, uh, it stays up there for 24 hours, so you can just work out that day, and it's, like, part of the membership. That's how they're keeping people alive. I thought it was fucking really clever. Nice. That is clever. Actually, my question was ended up being Mike's question. I was going to ask, instead of video bar, how are you exercising at home? But Mike has added this whole element of food. So how are you using, let's see, how are you using someone else's instructions? Oh, how are you using food instructions to exercise? <laughs> how are you using recipes? Uh, that instead of makes sense. I swear it has a logic to it. There's got to be something where, like, stirring a pot of really thick gruel. No, no, wait, 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 stop. Yeah. Before we get into gruel and makes gruel world play jokes, I'm trying to say you both have probably, I mean, Josh is moving, so you have nothing, but Mike, you've probably stocked up on food, right? 
Yeah, I did stock up on food. I have a lot of food. The backs of those cans of beans have recipes for something. Can you turn that into a workout? Can you turn making chili mm. into a workout? Yeah, the chili, the ch- chili stepping. That's what I'm, that's what mine is. Okay, I want to hear about chili stepping, but Josh, that's what I'm saying. So you don't have to yeah. eat gruel. Pick food that you eat. Okay. Well, some sometimes you have the sauna at the gym. So what if you took that chili into a small enclosed room, and as you were cooking it and chili stepping, you also collected all that steam and you sweat a bunch too. What? Oh my god. Yeah. First of all, how do you know what chili stepping is? <laughs> well, you could do it in a sauna. Second, guys, no, don't say yeah, Mike. How would it? How do you create steam when you're cooking chili? Well, it's kind of just coming off because it's hot. Is that the steam you mean? Yeah. You gonna capture yeah. that in sauna format? I don't think so, guys. I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> Maybe you just need a huge vat of chili that is so hot. Hmm. Like instead of the rocks in the sauna, it's chili. Exactly. How about this? We'll we'll turn your bathroom into a spa experience. Your bathtub filled with chili, also heatable, let's say. You're suggesting you sit on the can. Not, I mean, just like, I, I mean the toilet, not the chili cans. Uh, heat up this chili, nice and hot. Create a nice beanie like smell in there. Uh, and then based on those vapors, you'll get the same sort of exercise sensation as if you were in a sauna? Yes. Also, you can bathe in the chili in that case, too. Oh, my God. How is this helping you exercise? That's disgusting. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I I, I guess I'm kind of pulling a me and going away from the exercise and back into how I can further into a bathtub full of chili. (laughs) It takes baths of chili. I don't know. I just resorted to what I normally do in that situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, haven't you ever wanted to take a bath in something that wasn't water? Oh, man. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Mike, you have? Milk. <laughs> Why? For sure. Definitely milk. Why milk? I want to take a picture with just my eyes coming out. <laughs> I just want to have that. Dude, that's the... Mo- that... That is one of the most disturbing things you've ever said to me. You want to you wanna lay in a bathtub of milk and just have your eyeballs out and open? Yeah. Yeah. But I want the picture of that. It's disgusting. What, how do you feel about pudding, Mike? <laughs> um, I mean, it's been a while with me and pudding, but I feel good about it. Yeah, because I feel like pudding would be another thing that would be interesting to take a bath in. To swim in there until it gets like the skin it grows on top, you know? Yeah, that's true. Can't really rest in there. You just have to barrel roll the whole time. (laughs) Barrel roll (laughs) in a bathtub full of pudding? Otherwise, it'll grow the skin. You guys, this is... I don't eat it. I I wonder if when you hear this back, you're going to hear how insane all of this is. It's loco. (laughs) Hey, man, it's day six. You may be cooped up too long. This is amazing. Strap in. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, that this quarantine has continued, in terms of continuity for this show, do we have to continue that uh, improv segment that we did in the last bit? I'm not sure what you're talking about. When we ended the last ep, Not the last bit, the last episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. The interlocutor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> this seems perfect for the interlocutor, this tub full of beans. <laughs> I mean, am I the, the pirate 
Blackbeard Josh again. doesn't seem into, <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. into this one. Let's end this segment with a, a continuation. Act two of the interlocutor. If I remember correctly, Mike had just run away from Blackbeard, who was Josh in a former life and is playing played by Josh now, if I understand right. that correctly. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, and so, Mike, you're on the run. And I just attacked him, right? Yeah, you got blood all over your hands. Right. Okay. Ah! My bloodied hands! <laughs> Why are you screaming? <laughs> I gotta get out of here, I said. All right. Mike runs away. He takes clear off into the two minutes that he has in this... Uh... Are you still in Seattle in this story? Yes, I live in Seattle. All right, so no, no, no. It was taking place in my new apartment in Boston because it was empty, right? Oh, new apartment, new apartment, new apartment. All right, 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 right. right, right. So Mike okay. runs out onto a familiar city, but he doesn't. Boylston Street. I... Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then I also I was gonna say an unfamiliar street, but he also knows the street. <laughs> so he's got two minutes of running. He takes off, but little does he know, Blackbeard appears in front of him. You can travel outside the apartment. <laughs> I got me peg leg, yes. And you, you're you so fast. <laughs> He's faster than you on one leg and after being Shh. beaten to a pulp. <laughs> well, um, fancy another beating fool? Wait, act two of the play is just another fight? <laughs> Doesn't the story have to go on? People love action. No, no, no. This is where it turns and Blackbeard does this. I draw my sword, and I hold it firmly right in front of Mike playing me's face, and... Josh isn't scared. Wait, someone make sure you bring in chili. Do you guys know about the Great Molasses Flood in Boston? Oh, no. Wow. No. A Blackbeard flashback to the Great Molasses <laughs> Flood of Boston. Unexpected. Twas the year... I don't know what year it was. <laughs> <laughs> Methinks it was like 1917, but it, that might be off by a, any, anywhere from a year to decades or maybe many more. <laughs> this guy has no idea what he's talking about. Reliable narrator. A molasses plant exploded and caused a flood of molasses. I'm losing the pirate accent here. All over... Boston. Like, it killed a lot of people. It was a really big deal. Oh, no. Oh, this would have been great in the pirate <laughs> accent, by the way, but damn. Was very deadly. Oh, here we go. Okay, so are you saying that in 2020, almost, you said 1917, that's when they had the last flu, I think, right around then. So this could be a comeback. You're saying instead of molasses, a chili plant is going to could explode? Could be chili. I don't know. If you oh. don't surrender, then maybe you'll have to see. Dude, huge threat. Huge threat. Okay, well, I've been chili-stepping in my apartment for weeks because I've been ready for this. I don't care. Go ahead. Flood the city with chili. I'm ready. I hold up my hand, and a parrot, uh, uh, those, like, red macaws, flies in, screeching, and lands on my hand. And behind him, a rumble. <laughs> wow. D straight down Boylston. You see a wave, 25 feet tall, Holy of chili. Shit. 18 more macaws come, and they pick me up and carry me to safety. Oh, my God. Blackbeard! <laughs> Mike, in his final moments, perhaps, realizes two things. One, 
He's been chilly stepping hard, so he's gonna be able to avoid this, but who knows for how long. And two, if one thing's gonna save him, it's all those chilly baths he took. Come back next week for Act 3. So I was checking the flight that I'm flying out on tomorrow, hopefully, assuming that it goes out. Right. And it's less than 20% full. Nice. You get a whole row to yourself. Yeah, well, I better than that, actually. Wait, did all of you get upgraded to first class? Well, here's the thing. I hit my MVP gold last year, so I have some first class upgrade vouchers. So I used one on this flight. I am the only person in first class. Whoa. (laughs) Wait, this is going to be weird. Yeah, I was going to say that by doing it on such an empty plane, you're kind of losing that feeling of superiority, you know, when everyone walks by. Uh, but well, no one else is gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's totally <laughs> flipped that on its head by being the only person in first class. Yeah. So I've got all this space. I can keep my social distancing. I can keep six feet away from everybody. Uh, I can even like ask the um, the flight attendants to like deliver my meal and my real silverware to a different seat and then step away, and then I could go and and swoop in and and enjoy it from there. But wow. I've got all of this space. I've got you know the entire width of a plane and probably about that same for depth of first class. So what should I do with all this space? Oh, man. Josh, I, I got to be honest with you. I think you might have to dismantle the seats and barricade yourself in there because all the other passengers are going to see you getting special treatment and they're going to mutiny. Yeah, pretty much everyone hates you right now, especially because all of your ideas have not included them in any way. (laughs) Well, I haven't had any ideas yet. All I'm doing is eating. What do you mean you haven't had any ideas? You're going to sit in a chair someone else could have sat in just to eat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, I guess there is that. I mean, that's a good idea, Tab. Inviting people up, right? You could have at least one or two people there still maintain that social distance. Hold, hold court with the people. Yeah, hold court. Get to know your fellow passengers. Wait, has has Josh become king by accident? I, th- I think so. How do I decide who to upgrade? Well, hmm. I mean... <sighs> what do you most need thing. on this flight? Do you need entertainment? Maybe you upgrade the court jester. Do you need a... Mm. I don't know. What else did they have back in the medieval yeah, days? What do you need from them? So what I'm missing is social contact, but that's a that's a bad thing to do here. So how can we use people from far distances and still simulate that? Oh, I know. You could take over the cockpit like PA system. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's perfect yeah, for yeah. distance communication. That's part of first class, right? You can use the PA if you want. <laughs> yeah, they let you do that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you're the king, they let you do anything. Right. Oh, true. I, I, that sounded real similar to uh, an Access Hollywood quote. I know, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> do you think they would let the king fly the plane? Yes. Oh, they would have to, wouldn't they? Mm. If it's by my decree. decree. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You and me would be good kings. Just to be clear, now you've gone from like having a position of power where you could share something but no direct influence to taking everyone's life into your hands. <laughs> Do you think people are going to like you for this? I'm going to fly that plane so much better. Do you know that planes can go so much faster than they actually go? It's just not fuel efficient. <laughs> I mean, I, I do now. That so, sounds pretty convincing. Don't you think everybody would love me as a king if I'm like, hey, Seattle to Boston, two hours, 45 minutes. <laughs> Wait, can that, that can't happen. You can't do that, really? Is that much of a difference? 
I don't know if it's that much of a difference, but I know that they are not going anywhere close to full speed. All right. So, okay. Here, walk me through this part. All right. Let's walk okay. me through this part, King Josh. Uh-huh. When you get into that pilot's chair, right? Right. And I know you're enough of like uh, an aviation nerd that like you know what the steering wheel-ish thing. I don't know what they call it on a, on a plane. The yoke. Is, uh, I'm making that up. That's not oh, the yoke. Damn. I <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. Uh, but you know what that looks like, right? So you got two hands on it. Uh-huh. Uh, how are you going to make this thing go faster? <laughs> um, pedal to the metal. No, listen, the pedals <laughs> in, in planes do very different things. If you push down on the right pedal, the whole thing will turn like on its axis sideways. Hmm. Hmm. Co-pilot? Okay, yeah. I mean, you did just demote an actual pilot. Let's see. I'm, I'm Googling how to make... What if he planes. leads a rebellion? <laughs> That'd be Go. great. Faster. To produce extra lift to take off, planes have flaps on their wings. They can extend to push more air down. Lift and drag vary with the square of your speed. So if a plane goes twice as fast relative to the oncoming air... This is physics now. Yeah, how It was to, always physics, Josh. <laughs> like, button to press for plane fast. Try that. Yeah, do they have a men in black button on planes? Hmm. Wow, that'd be crazy. What would be the equivalent of going upside down inside of a New York tunnel on a plane? Recreate that experience for me, Mike. Wasn't that what that movie Flight was all about with Denzel Washington? Or was that yeah. Sully or something? I don't know. That's what I was going to say. Watch Flight. Wait, he goes on YouTube. He goes under something upside down? No, doesn't no, he, he land the plane upside down? Yeah, he lands yeah. the plane upside down in some river, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something but like, like that. At that point, he's on the ground. I want like some you know close cut in action. We just need the that Star Fox do a barrel roll guy to shout that at us. That is a good. Or uh, maybe in the new Top Gun with the you know where they fly upside down and f- flip each other off. Serious question: Is there any tunnel? in the sky that a plane could fit through no but we could build one oh that'd be a great fast and the furious thing yeah sky tunnel no a jet chase for a sky highway wow i know right pretty good (laughs) josh how do planes go faster yeah by using more gas no dude how are you going to make the plane fly how how do you make them use more gas (laughs) let's see here he went back to let's see here. Why don't you just ask the pilot? Yeah, I'll do that. Plane throttle. Oh, my God. This is one of those things that's so cool where you, like, grip it with your hand and you push it forward. All right. So you got to do that. You got to push it all the way. It's called the thrust lever. Ooh. Wow. Are you going to be responsible for landing the plane? No, I can't fucking do that. You're not even going to try as king? <laughs> no. People's lives are at stake, man. All you're going to do is just go real fast. All right, that's a pretty king thing to do, I guess. I'm going to go real fast and use, like, all of the gas, and then right when we're on low fuel, I'll hand it back to the pilot. I'll be like, yeah, now it's your problem. You know what, though? <laughs> you're on the plane. <laughs> it's your problem. But, like, don't you see what's happened, Josh? Don't you see? No, but I think you're going to tell me. You missed your entire first class experience. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, yeah. You've been flying this thing the whole time. That's not, that's not like, luxurious. You jump yeah. back in there. The 19% of people who fucking hate your guts are just chilling in that first-class area, eating with all the real silverware, enjoying themselves, giving you the finger. That's what's been going on while you've been flying fast, King. 
The People's Flight. Home entertainment recommendation: Film your cats in slow motion. Oh, that's great! Oh, that's oh, nice. yeah, it's fun. It's so fun. I know. What have you been? They filming? jump so high and like they they contort their bodies in such cool ways. They're so athletic. It's pretty interesting. It's so fun. Have you been trying to mimic their movements in slow motion as well? Do you think I should? Uh, yeah, for sure. That's how you get faster. Uh, That's how you get uh, more cat-like. That's always been a overarching mm. goal of yours. Arching? What's that guy's name? Andy Circus. Yeah, yeah. I'll Andy Circus Ernie. <laughs> I'll just inhabit Ernie's body. I'm doing it right now. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm uh, I'm inhabiting a cat's body right now. Wait, you're moving? Tell tell me what this looks like. Um, my shoulders. I'm walking like a cat. Well, I'm walking backwards, actually, like a cat. Uh, You're not on the ground, right? Now I'll go forwards. Okay. I'm sitting in a chair, but I am I might as well be. I'm really feeling this cat stretch. This oh. was something that we talked about right before recording. Uh, if you had to eat dry or wet cat food, which would you choose? And I feel like since you're trying to inhabit a cat, you should probably go ahead and do that one. Which would I choose? Yeah, first, which would you choose, and then actually do it. And then do it. Yeah. Um, well, wet cat food is sometimes just like fish, right? Pretty much. Just like g- gross fish. Mm-hmm. It's fish plus the juices that they know cats like. All that juice, yeah, whatever the cat juice is. Dry food, I feel like I could probably just munch on some dry food while I'm watching TV or something. It's okay. crunchy. You could have like a handful of dry cat food. <laughs> you know, if I had to, uh, I could saute. You could like get that hot in a in a pan. Get some get some veggies and some wet food. That might taste good. You're gonna cook cat food? If I have to, <laughs> wet. I'm going wet. Okay, and give give it a try. Go go crack a can. <laughs> okay, he can't I'll do go. that with his stupid little cat paws. <laughs> oh, that's true. Get get Amanda to open it for you. Oh, she's not there. <laughs> Jeez. What a reminder of his loneliness and whatever's driven oh, no. him to cat-like madness. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. That's okay. Hi, Amanda. I love you. <laughs> oh, God. I guess that's what Ernie would do. That is what Ernie would do. Wait, wait, wait. I'll be Ernie. I'll be Ernie. You already were. 